Badass. Welcome to the Radiant Badass. If you like your suburban mom with a side of punk and your spirituality laced with pop culture references, friend, you are home. I'm your host, Elizabeth Holmes. I'm so glad you're here. Let's have some fun. Friends, welcome back to the Radiant Badass podcast. I realize I've got to redo my intro now that Elizabeth Holmes has been convicted on four of 11 counts, but I haven't quite prepared that. So I'm just going to acknowledge that and then move right into this episode. And this episode came about because I don't really do New Year's resolutions anymore. I do much more of an intentions and goals kind of vibey thing, and I keep it loose And I understand that every day is the opportunity for a fresh start, especially when you are a fresh start junkie such as myself. I mean, good Lord, do I love a blank notebook, freshly sharpened pencils, new planners. I love it all, all of the new things. I do fall down a little with sustaining things. And we really don't have time in this episode to dive into that. Uh, It's possible that that would end up being a 22-part series, and it would probably uncover some stuff that best remains deeply buried in my psyche. So I'll just make a note. So no talk of resolutions here, but on New Year's Day, my kid did challenge me to come up with some pop culture predictions for 2022. And I'm like, that's a fun thing, right? My kid told me some of their predictions, and I was like, damn, those are good. So they were like, come on, mom, let's see what you got. And God knows I love pop culture. So I had to attempt to get some gems of my own. In all of the pandemic hubbub, I honestly sort of forgot this was a thing you could do. It seems like for the last couple of years, the only predictions I've heard are basically people screaming, running around, screaming about the virus ending us all or natural disasters ending us all or democracy ending for all of us. And I kind of forgot there's a lighter side to prophecies, isn't there? Not that what I'm going to talk about next is lighter, but back in the 90s, my friends and I were really into Deadpools for a while. Not capitalized D and not Ryan Reynolds. It was a simple list of 10 celebrities you guessed might die in the next 12 months. And whoever guessed the most correctly won bragging rights. At that point, we were way too poor for a prize, but And actually, as I hear myself say it out loud, it's pretty dark, but it didn't seem dark at the time. I'm going to confess up front that I had Courtney Love on my Deadpool list every year. And damn, if she didn't prove that the will to live has a strength all its own, I don't know who could. You defeated me, Courtney, and I love you for it. So when my kid brought it up, initially, I went right back into Deadpool thinking. And while I was trying to come up with some celebrity dust that would be shocking to me, or would upset me. And then I got to be honest here, like as I was reflecting upon it, there aren't that many of my icons left. The last four or five years have taken a toll on the talent, musically in particular. So that being said, like my thought was, we needed to get Dolly Parton, Cher, Dave Grohl, and the two remaining Beatles evacuated to a safe house, wrapped in medical-grade bubble wrap, and delivered back to their families for safekeeping as soon as possible. I mean, after Betty White left last month before her big party, I just can't anymore, guys. So I will lead off with a little Deadpool action. I'm not sure these following people will see 2023. 
First off, Keith Richards. He does keep surprising us, though, doesn't he? Joe Perry, kind of similarly, uh, like I think there's been a little foreshadowing. He's having some health issues. Mitch McConnell. Do you guys all remember when he was that weird color and like nobody ever explained it? So I think that's coming back. Ozzy Osbourne. Like, I hate to say this, but I think his number might get punched this year. He's done a lot, though. Uh, C.C. DeVille from the band Poison, if you're not a hair metal nerd like me. And honestly, I had to look up to make sure he was still alive because he's defying the odds. Another little throwback to the 80s, 90s, Heather Locklear. I'm going to add her. Things have not been going her way. Uh, related, Charlie Sheen, he's been out of the spotlight, but it seems unlikely he's a new man out there. I'm going to go with Norman Lear. It's not a big stretch. I think he's like 100, but I need one gimme for my percentages because who knows how I'm going to do on this. Zane, the one from One Direction, like he's sort of spiraling in the background. I'm sorry about this, kids, but I don't know that he's going to pull through. Matthew Perry. He is for sure going to be the first friend to pass to the Central Park in the sky. Bella Thorne, I know she's young, but she's troubled for sure. Something's going on there. Elon Musk, I think he's morphed into a comic book villain, and he also seems sweatier, which I think is a health issue. I would add Courtney Love for old time's sake, but I don't even want to consider that. Like, I need Courtney to stay alive for a while. I dig her beating the odds. So that's enough Deadpool. Now I'm going to jump in here with just some thoughts. With all the trends of the early 2000s coming back, my kid says juicy sweatsuits are going to have a moment. And associated with that, I think perhaps Christina Aguilera is going to have a resurgence. Like some dirty era belting would be very welcome. And I also think our newly free Britney is going to get knocked up with that kid she wants so badly. Whether that's good or bad, that is not for me to decide. My kids' Saturday Night Live predictions are that one of the cast members gets canceled for a skit that goes just a little too far. And also that Pete Davidson gets someone pregnant or gets married. I wouldn't bet against either of those, but I'm also thinking Lauren Michaels announces he's done and that the show doesn't make it to its 50th season, which I think kicks off in 2024. I just don't think it'll have the juice without Lauren at the helm. Oh, you know my favorites, the royal family. They are going to have to work overtime to distract us from the Prince Andrew and Prince William scandals. But like Lauren leaving SNL when the queen dies, it's going to be a raggedy mess over there for quite a while. I can see them throwing pics at us of the lesser royals with their babies or other non-problematic members out there, but it's, it's not going to work. I'm saying Harry and Meghan had excellent exit timing. My kid is predicting that everyone is going to turn on Olivia Rodrigo for no real reason, and I can get on board with that one. It feels right. I'm also predicting a similar blowback situation for Lin-Manuel Miranda for the same nebulous, no reason reason. I have to say that we don't talk about Bruno as an all-time bop, and you know that if you've seen Encanto, but it just feels like he's going to hit a bump in the road this year. I think things are going to continue to get better and better for Andrew Garfield, and I am fully here for that theater kid getting some love. I love it. This next one is super niche, but hopefully someone will reboot the game show Tattletales. This was the 70s or super early 80s. Burt Convy was the host, and I loved that show. It was celebrity couples that came on and answered questions about each other. A little bit like the newlywed game, but these were couples who had been married for a while, and they were 
savage and they were all celebrities. So I was thinking, like, I'd love to see Cardi B and Offset on their talking shit. Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively could take their trash talk to the airwaves before they announce their split. I mean, maybe I am going to attempt to speak that into existence. The show reboot, not the split. Another thing I want to speak into existence is the comeback of guitar-driven rock and roll. Fun time rock. Songs about parties, full of stupid euphemisms about having sex, just having fun. I would love to see more of that. Sing about being hot for your teacher. Lighten up for the three minutes it takes to listen to a pop song. I predict Kendrick Lamar will finally drop his album and it will be like Bill and Ted 3 and it will bring us all together and save society. As I went through this exercise, I really warmed up to it and I got to thinking, like, will the Rachel haircut come back? What about those stupid little rubber bracelets that came in all sorts of shapes? I think they were called silly bands. Yeah, they were called silly bands. Maybe we'll see that rise again. If so, I know that I have a gigantic bag of them somewhere that my kids collected, but maybe I'm just trying to say that so I could make a little money off all those silly bands. Since everything old becomes new again, I'm going to say that celebrity-centered variety shows, a la Donnie and Marie show, make a comeback. And I wouldn't bet against there being a demand for more wholesome content. I see a lot of yearning for the shows of the 70s and 80s on social media, and God knows the entertainment industry loves a reboot. I mean, now that all the Golden Girls have passed, I bet this is the year they try to recapture that magic. Good luck. On a totally different wavelength, I think we'll learn some very surprising news about what's happening at NPR News. There's been a bunch of really talented people leaving lately, so you know some shit's about to come out. And how are they going to spin that? I think that's going to be really interesting. Over the next 12 months, I can confidently say that some people will face accountability for some stupid shit they said or did, and they will scream about it. I don't know who it's going to be. I have for sure been surprised about the few of the people revealed to be awful, but not all of them. And I can also confidently say that even more people will continue to be amazing. I predict Jennifer Garner continues to be the best along with Valerie Bertinelli, Jessica Chastain, Juliette Lewis, Octavia Spencer. There's a lot of good out there. And I'd say Harry Styles, but honestly, he's not old enough to have a strong track record. I just have my fingers crossed with that one. And I truly hope we, as a society, start paying more attention to people putting good out in the world instead of paying attention to the human dumpster fires. I know we all get our dopamine hits from despising those people and getting pissed off, but just stop putting energy into that, please, for 2022. Now that my kid has got me started on this, I've been thinking about it all the time. It's fun to think about the future like that, really. But I'd love to hear your pop culture predictions for 2022. And I want to give a shout out to LJ for encouraging me to join them in some predictions. It's been super fun. So drop me a line with your predictions. There's contact info in the notes of this episode. And maybe I'll have to revisit this topic if you send me some wild ones, especially if those wild ones end up being true. Thanks for listening and catch you next time on The Radiant Badass. Thanks for listening. I'd love it if you'd subscribe to the podcast and leave me a solid review. If you want to take this to the next level, you can sign up for my newsletter at radiantbadass.com. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Radiant Badass. You know, I'd love to hear from you. And as always, thank you to my producer and coach, Chris Martin. 
Hit him up at curiosity.builders or Chris Martin Studios for your chance to work with him. This has been The Radiant Badass. I'm Elizabeth Holmes. See you next time.